0: Okay, I'm a bit late on the draw this week. Uh, It's the holiday season, right? Navigating that, even for a Jewish girl. Coaching clients, end of year, dog training stuff. I just figured you guys were... (sighs) Who am I kidding? You know what all that is? It's me trying to come up with a reasonable story that explains why this week's episode almost didn't happen. Truth is, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. And there's something underneath that, what's underneath me forgetting to finish editing. One of the amazing interviews I've got stacked up on my hard drive, it's deeper. So instead of sloughing off, figuring you'd be too busy to notice, I decided to fess up, clean up some backstory, and share about some things that have been going on in the last couple of weeks. To be honest, I have no idea how this episode's going to turn out because I haven't recorded it yet. So buckle up. I'm Kathy Brooks, and this is Talk Unleashed. Messy. I don't like feeling messy. Unless you think this is going to be some sort of morose or tone rant today. Don't worry, it's not, it's not. But here's the thing. I am leaning into being okay, being messy. I've been talking about doing a weekly talk show as long as I can remember. Childhood dream. To get to sit down with super interesting people doing amazing things and getting down underneath why they do it and how they got to it and what they think and how they feel and all of the things. And that I get to talk to them about their pets also is just like icing on the cake. And for years, I didn't do it. Lots of opportunity and lots of obstacles, all of them in my head. (laughs) We are, as they say, our own worst enemies. So when I embarked on my real journey into my own leadership about a quarter of the way into 2021 and started really exploring what was in the gap, if the ideas were there and the intention or so I thought was there, why was the result that I saw it not actually getting there? And what came up for me was a lot of old stories. We all have them the voices in our head that tell us we're not enough, we're never going to get it done, we're not going to amount to anything, that we, don't, that we don't deserve nice things. Whatever the stories may be, we all have them. If you say that you don't, well, congratulations. You're a unicorn because everybody's got something. The difference is how people address or deal with them. My choice over the years was to ignore them. Turns out that's a really bad idea. Compartmentalizing, pushing away, pretending they're not there, numbing out. Turns out it makes those nerdy voices kind of ticked off. And they get stronger over time and they get more persistent. At least that's been my experience. So when I made the declaration in my leadership training that I was going to create and launch a weekly show into the world, And then it happened. Amazing. Now the truth is that the vast majority of podcasts that get launched don't make it past five episodes. The hosts lose steam, they run out of content, they run out of motivation, whatever it is. I was so proud of myself. Episode 19 last week. Amazing. And then I forgot to produce this week's episode. I just forgot. Something that has been, for weeks now, for months, a regular part of my schedule. It's like I had amnesia. So at two o'clock yesterday afternoon, when all of a sudden I realized, shit, I didn't produce the episode this week. I didn't edit the interview. I started to feel pretty shitty. And the voices decided to talk. There you go, Kathy. (laughs) Figures. Drop the ball. You know what, doesn't matter. Nobody's really listening anyway. It's what happened next, though, that was really interesting for me. Because there might have been a time in the past, not too terribly distant past, where i just start feeling badly about myself. Yeah, you know, you missed it. Maybe you'll get an episode out this week. Oh, you know what, skip this week. It's a holiday week. Nobody's going to notice. But that's not the commitment that I made. The commitment that I made was that this is a weekly show. And that means that an episode drops every Wednesday. And that if there isn't a fresh episode, that that's planned for but not a couple of months in. That's after I've been around a year or two and I've got a deep archive. Or maybe an In the Vault episode that I hadn't used. That's when that gets done. And so, what do I get to do? I get to step up with no fault, no guilt, no blame, no shame, no beating myself up, and coming clean. Truth is, you guys may not have even noticed. Frankly, there may not be anybody listening. Actually, I know there's at least some folks listening. The point is that I made a commitment, and a commitment is something that I am committed to seeing through. That come hell or high water, it's gonna happen. And that that commitment is a stepping stone on the way to the bigger picture goal, the bigger picture vision. That I get to sit so deeply in my vision and feel it in the marrow of my bones, that if I make a misstep and it gets a little messy, that's OK. We've all had those moments, right, where we make a mistake. We misstep. We say the wrong thing. We don't deliver something we're supposed to. And then the self-beat up starts. Sometimes it's delivered by someone else. Most of the time, we're harder on ourselves than anybody else would ever be and that beat up perpetuates the past instead I get to shift that's it clear it up make a better plan get clarity be intimate with my schedule time block my day better be responsible on is an important topic. I um, had a loss a couple of weeks ago. Um, Bridger, who sat in the studio with me all day when I did my summit, died a couple of weeks ago. I had to let him go. I knew something wasn't right with him, probably since the beginning of November. Ran blood tests, complete physical, everything was clear. After Thanksgiving, his behavior just got weird, and it was a little weird into the beginning of December. I won't go through the whole story. It's still really painful. I miss him terribly. The loss of a pet is just, I know that those of you who are listening who have pets understand. The pain is so deep and it's, it's different than other kinds of loss because we're talking about a creature that, a being that exists unconditionally for us. Bridger lived unconditionally for me. And on the day when I got his cancer diagnosis I was in day two of a two-day leadership PhD intensive. A Small power team and I had been working for 36 hours on a project And it was 20 minutes before we were stepping into the main Zoom room in front of the entire cohort to present. And I was leading the team, and I was to lead the presentation. And 20 minutes before that time, I spoke to my vet, and she said the words that none of us ever want to hear. I'm so sorry. And that white noise started roaring in my ears. And I just tried to focus and to hear what she was telling me about the lesions on his spleen, about the state of his adrenal glands, about his internal lymph nodes. And then, I got to take a deep breath and step on camera with my team and present our project. And here's the experience that I had, which is different than other kinds of grief, other times I've had grief. Grief can be stifling and crushing, eviscerating. And in the past, I have let all of those things paralyze me. I have given in entirely to the grief and let it consume me, thinking that the consumption of me by the grief is somehow an homage to who I've lost, that suffocating pain that you can't breathe because the person that you love, the being that you love, is gone. And I did not do that this time. This experience of grief is like no other I've ever had in that I neither allowed it to consume me nor did I deny numb. Compartmentalize or ignore it. I allowed myself to be 100% fully and entirely present, feeling everything and moving forward anyway. Talk about messy. And I don't share this story just, you know, oh, wow, oh, look at me, I'm so great. Work in the face of grief. It's not about that. It's this realization that when I look around the world today, like, look around the world today, everybody, look at it. Look at how much grief we have around us. Look at how much pain. And it's not about pretending it's not there. And it's also not about allowing it to consume. That we get to be present and see how can we move forward and experience joy and love in the face of it. I'm not talking about being Pollyanna and skipping on the sunbeams while other people are crying. I'm not talking about that either. It's like, I've realized that we try to compartmentalize and make it this or that. I'm happy or I'm sad, and it's not an either or. It's not that black and white. It's an and, it's a both and. Holding these things together in the same place. And when we can get that, when we can do that, think about how awesome the world can be. It's looking at it from a different perspective. And I'll leave you with this. On Christmas Day, I had the great pleasure to go over to a friend's house for Christmas dunch. That's dinner at lunchtime. And I'd get there and she'd cook this magnificent meal and we of sit down around 2, 2.30. We sit, you know start luxuriating in the food, and we eat, and we eat, and we eat, and we sit, and we talk. Food got a little cold, so we heat it up. We keep eating, and then after dinner, um, she said, oh, I've got a fire pit out back. Why don't we sit in the fire? I'll go get the fire started. Said, great, I'll do the dishes. So I'm doing the dishes, getting the kitchen cleaned up, and she's getting the fire set up. And I go outside, and it's been probably about 15 minutes or so, and there's no kind of roaring flames. Everything's just kind of... Smoldering, and I see her kind of, you know, shoving in some more kindling and shoving in some newspaper, but it's just, it's just not working. And so the, the lid of the, the, of the pit is on it, and we're just sitting there, kind of huddled in the cold because there's no flame. And uh, I realized that it was about perspective. So I grabbed the little bar that you use to take the lid off, and I just considered the fire for a moment and just poked at it from the other side. It took two pokes and the logs roared with flame. Sometimes we just get to change our perspectives and look at things a little differently. So as we're moving toward the end of this calendar year, instead of just turning the calendar page instead of just making an empty resolution that probably is gonna be done by February. What declarations will you make? What commitment will you make for yourself, for your family, for your friends, loved ones, community, business, coworkers, colleagues, staff? What commitment will you make for 2022? And then most importantly, who's the person that you get to be to make all that happen. You know, the funny thing about recording this outro for an episode I haven't even recorded yet is I'm not entirely sure what you just listened to. I mean, I have a basic idea. I have general topics. Accountability, clearing up mistakes, recognizing errors, learning from them grief, and maybe stoking a fire. Maybe that's in there. But whatever it was, I hope you enjoyed it. I sure have enjoyed, well, it's been awkward and messy. I don't really enjoy that. Next week, I'm going to be dropping some info about some cool stuff going on in 2022. So make sure and tune in. And while you're at it, make sure and subscribe. Never know what's going to happen around here and you wouldn't want to miss that.